0: Welcome, dear listener, to Haunted Tales, your weekly horror anthology, with stories full of ghosts and ghouls, crimes and curses, demons and devils and more. So, how are the nosebleeds? He asked, staring at the screen of his notebook and seeing an empty room on the other side of the video call. Noise came out of the speakers, someone rummaging around somewhere off-screen, looking for something he couldn't see. It took a few moments until the face appeared again, one of the nostrils stuffed with a bit of paper, red liquid soaking it already. It's getting better, she promised, smiling widely before sitting down in front of her computer and sighing. Jeff couldn't help but smile. She looked a bit tired, but that wasn't out of the ordinary. What was most important right now was that she had finally found the time to talk to him again. Look, I got it! Her voice sounded so lovely as she raised her hand, holding the small stuffed animal into the camera. Happy? Jeff grinned now too. He was the one who had bought her this thing. A strange chimera. Head of an elephant, body of a seal. The first time he had seen it, it had freaked him out. Who and why would anyone make something looking like that? At least, that was what he had thought, until he remembered Tia and instantly knew the kind of person that would love it. It's an elephant seal! Her smile made all the days he hadn't heard of her forgotten, and Jeff's heartbeat started to quicken. He hadn't met her in an online game. Now, about three years ago, when they both were 14, Tia the Rogue, that's what he had called her at first, and somehow the name had stuck. She truly was like one of the characters of that game. Mischievous, but damn smart. Her personality could change in a flash, but she never held something against him, no matter how angry they were when they fought. In a few weeks, he intended to visit her, seeing her in the flesh for the first time. He could hardly wait. The stuffed animal had been a birthday present, with a little note attached, asking her if she even wanted to see him, and apparently it had worked. I can't wait, Jeff. I'm going to show you around. Her beaming smile seemed to fill the whole room, and he too felt the same way. It would be his first time out of the country. Alone on a plane, landing in an airport where he didn't even speak the language. But there was no kind of fear behind these thoughts. If he could, he'd be there tomorrow. I'm excited too, he replied, seeing her still waving with the stuffed animal. Oh, yeah, did you get my present too? He could hear her ask, and nodded. The small cardboard box was sitting on his desk next to his laptop, and he pulled it toward the camera. You can open it day after tomorrow. He sighed, smiled, but nodded. It would be his birthday then, and the only present that mattered to him already sat on his desk. This year was great. He loved life right now. Not even school seemed so bad anymore, as long as he could talk to Tia about it, everything would be fine. Slowly, he put the packet back where it had stood just a few moments ago, making sure it was sitting in the exact same spot. I can hardly wait, she said with a smile, while putting down the stuffed animal on the desk next to herself. So, how's it going? We haven't talked in a few days. He wanted to ask her why, but somehow he didn't dare to ask her directly. Just a few weeks until his visit. This wasn't the time to risk any kind of argument. Jeff could see her shaking her head softly. Her smile had vanished while she stared straight at him. You first. How are things with you? He hated when she did that. Changing the topic and expecting him to just go along. But, as he had thought before, no time for an argument. School's okay, Just some dumb math stuff I can't understand. But I think I'm getting there. My mom is already in panic mode because of my trip. If you'd listened to her, you'd think I'm going straight into the jungle on some dangerous expedition. His heart beat faster as he saw her listening to him. That mischievous smile on her lips again. He could feel his earlobes heating up. Maybe she's right, Jeff. Who knows where I'll take you. She was grinning from ear to ear as she said it. Her eyes were nearly glowing, while the white piece of paper in her nostril slowly turned even more red. I'll let you take me anywhere, you know that, he replied, and could see her averting her eyes for a moment, while her normally slightly dark complexion deepened. It was heartwarming, seeing her getting embarrassed for once. She coughed, shook her head before turning toward him again. You can tell your mom again that it's safe here. Probably safer than where you are right now. Jeff laughed. He could already see his mom's face if he really tried to tell her that. She'd spent the whole night looking up newspaper articles about unsolved murders where Tia was living. He'd never hear the end of it. I'll remind her. Thanks, he replied, still grinning, but getting serious a second later. So, how's it going with you? This time, she wouldn't escape his question. He could see her pulling at the piece of paper, it coming loose with a soft plop he could hear through her microphone and blood trickling out. Her expression changed, got worse, painfully so, as she slowly shook her head somberly. It's all right, he heard her whisper, wiping the blood off her upper lip. I already went to the doctor? And he assured me this is just a stress. Jeff could see she was lying, hiding something. But he was too cowardly to push it further. What if his visit was making it worse? It had started a week ago, just after he had told her about his plans. She seemed to read his thoughts. Suddenly got aggravated, pushing her upper body forward, closer to the camera. This isn't your fault, Jeff, she pleaded. Staring right at him all the while. I'm so excited, believe me. You visiting is the only thing I'm looking forward to right now. He tried to smile while reminding himself of his promise. No arguments. Even though his conscience poked at him to say something. No, she had to know best. Tia pulled back, sat down again, sighing softly. I'm just so stressed because... My mom and dad are fighting all the time now. It's just... annoying. This and the mosquitoes keep me awake. But don't worry. Once you're here, I'm sure my parents will behave. Maybe it's even a chance for them to talk calmly to each other. The smile she showed seemed genuine, and Jeff could feel all his trepidations melting away in an instant. He'd visit her soon, and once he did... Everything would be better, he told himself. Somehow, he wanted to keep her talking. About anything, as long as he could hear her voice. Oh yeah, do I need to worry about malaria? He asked her, smiling softly, and could see her snorting derisively, spraying a droplet of blood out of her nose. No, at least not unless we visit the swamps. It's safe inside the cities. At least if you're not scared by some of the horror stories going around. Now his ears perked up. She had told him local legends before, and he didn't know why, but something about the cultural differences made them seem so strange, so vivid, they tended to follow him right into his dreams. He loved it. What kind of stories? Jeff asked, looking at her, smiling back. Oh, you know, the usual. It started as a rumor on one of the stranger sites on the internet. A new type of mosquito, longer body, bigger wings, longer legs, sighted somewhere around the outskirts of the city first. Some people say it's been created by a witch doctor. Others think it's because of global warming that it has appeared. That's why someone on the board called it a demonic mosquito or the mosquito from hell. If you have one of them in your room, you'll know it, as long as it flies along the wall. You can clearly hear it fluttering up there, beating its wings and far too long legs against the wall. The real problem is, when you stop hearing it, that means it's somewhere above you, completely silent. Jeff couldn't help but shake his head. That sounds disgusting, he replied. It could see Tia smiling even more brightly while coming closer to the camera to whisper the rest of the story conspiratorially. They say the worst thing about this new kind of mosquito is the way it reproduces. Instead of simply stinging you, sucking your blood and then laying its eggs in one of the puddles, it actually can use you. While you're sleeping, it will come toward you flying above you as silently as possible to check if you're truly out. But once it's sure, it'll land somewhere between your nose and your lips, waiting a few seconds. The third time you breathe out, it slips into your nostril, waiting for the gust of wind you make when you breathe in again. It gets sucked inside. In there, first, it starts pulling itself along until it gets far enough inside, then numbing your skin, so I can begin burrowing upward toward your brain. You won't even wake up. Isn't that disgusting? Again, Jeff nearly recoiled at the thought and could see Tia grinning at his reaction. Once it's laid its eggs up there, the animal dies, gets flushed out by your blood, but the larvae still remain, waiting, growing, soon feeding on the flesh up there. You can even feel the move, they said. Tickling, stinging while fighting each other for the best bits. If you're lucky, one of them manages to burrow up into your brain. You'll die quickly then. Otherwise, it's going to be agonizing once those larvae get big enough and have to burrow their way back outside again. A shiver ran through his whole body as he heard her say these words. She was grinning wildly while his skin started to itch at the thought of those things. You better start sleeping on your belly, but I don't know if the mosquito can't simply burrow into your ear either. Laughingly, she said those words. Could definitely see him recoiling even further and got serious for a moment. Or, you know, if you were here, I'm sure I'd be much better at protecting you from them if you slept next to me. From one moment to the next, he stopped shivering couldn't wipe the smile off his face as he nodded in agreement. Tia had turned completely red as she had uttered those words, her eyes now fixed on a spot on her desk. She was incredible, he thought again, and embarrassed, she was insanely cute. One of the reasons why my parents are kind of mad at me, she whispered, not looking up. Mom found some of the pictures I wanted to send you for your birthday. He could feel his blood rushing to his face, his ears were burning as she shot him a quick glance and stared back down at her desk. She took my phone, so I'm sorry, I think you'll have to make do with the parcel. Jeff couldn't care any less about it. He shook his head, tried to show her that he didn't mind as she lifted one hand and told him to be quiet. But maybe I could send you a link so you can check in on my webcam? His ears were glowing. She still couldn't look him in the eyes. I wouldn't be responsible if you were to see something, let's say, on your birthday, around 9 am. That's the time I'm normally changing, so. She left him, completely speechless. But he still nodded like an idiot, he reminded himself, to try and stop the giant grin on his face. Yeah. He couldn't wait for his birthday and especially his visit. Life was good, he thought, and heard a new voice through his speakers. Tia's mother. He sighed, saw her sigh too, before she blew him a kiss, winking and whispering. I'll send you the link later. Sleep well and don't let a mosquito catch you. With that, she stopped the video call, leaving him staring at a blank, dark page, his heart still racing. As always, when those video sessions ended, he felt deflated. But today, he had at least found out that Tia was okay. The silence of the past few days had driven him nearly mad. But now, he felt relief. Everything was still on track. He just had to be patient. His trip couldn't come fast enough. Jeff's eyes focused on the webcam. He remembered her promise and felt his ears burning again. That was something else, too. Jeff, dinner's ready, he heard his mother's voice from downstairs and caught himself thinking of what she would do if she knew what he and Tia planned. Probably cancel the trip, ground him. A sly smile crept on his lips. Yeah, but parents didn't need to know everything. Sometimes one had to live life a little. He jumped up hurried downstairs where his younger brother and father already sat at a table while his mom brought the food out of the kitchen. Throughout dinner, no, throughout the whole evening, Jeff tried to keep his face down. Somehow, it felt like one of his parents might catch on to him if he held eye contact too long. He could hardly concentrate anyway, wasn't interested in the movie his dad and brother wanted to watch and instead went up to his room trying to pass the time until he would go to sleep. The message with the link arrived at quarter past ten, and he could hear his heart beating. Should he try it out already? No. He had promised her, and she would definitely know. But his finger hovered over the mouse button. Would she mind? It depended what kind of mood she was in. She could laugh it off or get really angry. He knew she'd see the tiny red light if he connected to her camera. No, he wouldn't do it, and that was final. Jeff shook his head, rolled back with his chair, and could hear something vibrating. His phone? No. It was still in his pocket, as calm and silent as ever. But the box on his desk had moved. Just a minuscule bit. One of its sides wasn't parallel to the edge of the desk anymore. He shook his head, furrowed his brow before he reached for it to bring it back into place. It felt kind of warm, but there was no vibration under his fingertips. Maybe it had come from the movie they were watching downstairs. Damn. Jeff looked back at his laptop, could still see the link and decided he had to put a stop to those thoughts. He stood up, closed the lid and stepped back. If he stayed in his bed the rest of the evening, he'd maybe manage to resist its temptation. A smile crept over his lips again. What was Tia doing right now? Probably lying in bed too, reading. What he would give to be there now. Slowly, he shook his head, reminded himself again that he would be there soon, as he walked to his bed and jumped on a soft mattress. He tried reading too but his mind seemed to be all over the place now. Every two sentences, he caught himself drifting off into his own thoughts, not even remembering what he had read, until he finally gave in, put his phone on the nightstand and closed his eyes. If his mind couldn't stay concentrated on a simple task, he'd just let it wander. Jeff drifted off to sleep in a matter of minutes. Thoughts of Tia are still in his mind. She seemed to invade his dreams. She was looking at him, but not smiling. There was blood dripping out of her nose. Dark red streaks already covered her shirt, while her face went paler by the second. Help me, she whispered, as something fluttered somewhere, hitting the wall with big, deformed wings. An invisible finger touched his upper lip. He shot awake, howling, whirled around and rolled out of the bed, His heart was racing, he felt cold sweat on his back, smelled metal, and could feel his throat nearly closing. Where was it? Dear? he whispered, but there came no answer. Someone had turned off the light in his room, probably mom or dad. It had to be past midnight already. The dread still followed him out of his dream, gripping his heart and squeezing it. No. No. Jeff shook his head. The fluttering he had heard was now here too, somewhere above him. It sounded like a big moth, but different. The wings hit the wall, tiny legs scraped over the pane. Then it suddenly stopped. He heard nothing. Complete silence surrounded him, and in his mind, Tia screamed again. Once it stops buzzing, it starts to descend. An evil thought appeared as he jumped up and raced across the room, one hand covering his mouth and nose. It was somewhere behind him. He could feel its presence in this room. The seconds it took him to reach the light switch next to the door felt like an eternity. There was no sound except for his own breathing and heartbeat. No warning sign, no clue where this thing was hiding and how it had come here. Light flooded the room as he pressed the switch but this time it didn't banish his dreams. He looked around, panicked, could still feel this thing. His gaze wandered around the room from corner to corner, but he couldn't see it. The walls were as white as before. Nothing moved. Moments passed while his heart seemed to try and break his ribs apart, before his eyes fell upon the small packet Tia had sent him. He had to see her. This dream still seemed so real. Ignoring his own fear for a moment, he hastily walked over to his desk, opened his laptop and stared at the screen while it changed from black to blue. Something buzzed again, somewhere behind him, but as he turned his head to look back there, the sound immediately stopped. The cover on his bed moved, just for a moment, but he could feel his blood turning to ice in an instant. Come on, he growled toward his laptop, impatiently clicking on the mousepad. He needed to know if she was safe. Afterwards, he'd run. The machine finally booted up fully. He hammered in his password, could see the screen change again, and immediately clicked on the app he and Tia used. There it was, the link. This time, he didn't hesitate, clicking it as fast as he could and seeing the screen turn black. Please he begged in his mind, praying that she hadn't fully shut down her computer. Slowly, something changed as the buzzing behind him appeared again. He could see her room breathe a sigh of relief as he saw one of her arms hanging down from the bed. Should he shout? Hope that her speakers were still on? No. His parents might wake up. There was a buzzing sound now right next to him, but he couldn't move. The arm he could see on the screen was still hanging down from the bed, but the light in the room was on. Something was amiss. He remembered the covers had been a light beige color just a few hours ago, but now they shimmered darkly. Jeff gasped, heard the buzzing loudly, now directly next to his hand and pulled it back instinctively as he finally turned his head. The small packet... Tears present, it moved over the table on its own. His eyes fell upon its backside. Three holes, hardly bigger than a pinhead, while something moved in the darkness behind it. What the fuck? he screamed, jumping even further back, his eyes glancing over the screen again. There was blood on her bed, right where her head would be. The dark brown hair now shimmered dark red in the light. He screamed for help as he realized what he was seeing, and a shooting pain pulsated through his own head. Warm liquid dripped out of his nose onto his hand. The buzzing intensified. There was a dark, elongated thing in one of the drops, still shaking, trying to move its wings through the liquid. Jeff cried out, feeling the whole world spinning around him. Steps were closing in. His parents were coming. He stepped back, felt more blood shooting out of his nostril, now covering the front of his shirt. There was something moving, just behind his nose, tickling, biting. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed this week's story. If there are any questions, concerns... Or cute pet pictures you would like to share with us. There are links to our X, Instagram, Tumblr, and our Buy Me a Coffee in the episode descriptions. All the best to you, and please join us again next week for another haunted tale.